I didn't, ex- I didn't expect this question to come in, right? Oh, and see if there's ever a time in this world that we've got no internet. God help Colin. Do you know, listening to you talking about that, 2021's pretty boring, really, isn't it? I just couldn't help myself, you know? Uh, it's basically just a bit of wind, you know? I farted and then blew a hole in the earth. Hello and welcome to the 4G show where crazy meets reality. You're here today with me, Colin, alongside me as my other co-hosts. Hi, it's Becca. Hey, it's me, Matt. And it's me, Ragnar. And we've got it in order, finally. <laughs> Wait, that's a good laugh Leave to the start alone. of the episode, isn't it? <laughs> we, need to, we need to stop getting these uh, newbies in, honestly. They yeah, mess it, it up so many times. I think oh, the next time so we get newbies times. in, we should have them do at least about like a week's worth of training, you know, like to you know, get that ready for the actual episode. They, they still won't get it oh. right. Uh, no, nope. that, that's true. That's oh. true. <laughs> I'm not the brightest person in the world, you know. Oh, we'll have Cowboy Jim standing behind him with a gun saying, Say it. Yeah. Now. Do it now. <laughs> I, think from na- Do it. I think from now on, we're going to have to look at the CVs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, might be like Tim's. Definitely. Is it Tim? Was it Tim? Yeah. Tim CV. Yeah, yeah Tim. <laughs> Tim CV. I hate you. <laughs> well, the feelings mutual. <laughs> yeah, very much so. So, we're on our second last episode. The season's coming to end so fast. Yeah, I know. It's 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 always an emotional roller coaster. And yeah, the end, isn't it? No, not really. Uh, it was actually the beginning. The beginning we had the emotion roller coaster this season, but, you know, it's close enough. I think one day we'll do a season where it's not going to be as emotional. <laughs> yeah, very much. But, um, yeah, so second last episode, I think maybe we'll have to start adding more episodes to it just to keep it uh, spice it up a little bit. Yeah, that's true. So what is maybe. today's topic then, Colin? Come on, I'm waiting patiently. Well, today's topic... Would have matched your intro normally. It's natural world disaster events. Oh yeah, historic modern day. You know, um, and we're going to discuss them. We're going to talk about them and uh, say what we think about them and possibly how we would react. You know, if a big ass typhoon came flying, uh, came came over, you know, mm, so, I'd be fucked. Well, we'd all would be. Well, we, we certainly would. If a typhoon or a hurricane or anything that came across here, yeah, right, out of all four of us, Colin would be the one that would be gone first. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he, is, he is the twig here, you know what I mean? He will fly. <laughs> Look, I'd, only, I'd be grabbing onto the lamppost. I would be grabbing onto the lamppost. I give you that. That lamppost would be going with you. The, that's probably, like, heavier than you. <laughs> <laughs> it probably is. <laughs> it probably is. If that's the case, right, I think uh, Colin would actually be the deadly weapon, you know what I mean? Imagine him flying at you like a fucking 500 mile an hour. He'd yeah. spear right well, through you, he's a twig. Like, <laughs> like you see on those other ones where there's a tornado and a cow just appears out of nowhere, just whacks you. It'd be Colin instead. <laughs> oh. Yeah, well, I was about to say, you know, people go out in these hurricanes and are ducking from all the debris, debris and uh, they find this person who's flat out on the floor, stone cold dead, and it's like, what hit him? And people look and go, it was a Colin. <laughs> There's a Colin. There's it another Colin. Colin. <laughs> no, actually, I think that's the same Colin. <laughs> if it was yeah, me, it'd be like just... a crater in the air if it was me. It'll <laughs> 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 be an asteroid impact, that one. Oh, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> I, think if, I think if we actually all... wiped out. I think if we all actually ended up being attacked by, like, you know, like whirlwinds and all that sort of shit, I think me and Matt would probably end the Earth. Probably. Wait, wait, you probably would, but I think the event I'm going to talk about right here suits Matt down to a T if a typhoon hit and sweeped them off. <laughs> it was called the Tungskat event. And on 7 a.m., June the 30th, 1908, there was a blind streak of light across the sky in Serbia. It exploded and it had that much power. It had 10 megatons of TNT, which is a hundred times more powerful then the atom bomb that dropped over Hiroshima and it nearly obliterated 500,000 acres of forest and knocked people off the feet that were 45 miles away. Holy crap. Yep. And amazingly, this is the amazing thing about it. No one was killed. Oh, really? Eh? What? Really? That's strange. And it, it, it went that far and it was that 
big. It the the atmospheric and seismic devices were tripped as far as England. Wow! Holy! And for the, yeah, for a few nights after that, the skies were so bright that people in Asia could read the newspapers out there. Oh yeah, Asia just sitting there casually reading the newspaper. Where, you know, there's bright bright light. <laughs> yeah, you know? imagine that. to the news today. <laughs> you, you made it sound like that they don't actually read throughout the rest of their life. They are bright light now. Pick up the newspapers out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What's the weather today? <laughs> right, um, yeah, but if, as it says, for the next few nights. Ah, uh, yeah, it was a night time. It wasn't daytime. Well, at least I actually caught up on the uh, the news that quick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they uh, yeah, had enough time to read the paper, didn't they? But experts, and th- this is the confusing thing, experts did suspect a meteor strike, so Matt, this is all your fault. <laughs> Probably. But a Russian expedition, when it finally re- reached the remote blast site in 1927, they couldn't find one sign of an impact crater. So whatever it was... Caused a hell of a lot of damage. Sorry, I couldn't help myself. And let the Chinese, uh, Japanese, sorry, catch up on the reading. <laughs> oh, fuck's sake. <laughs> I just couldn't help myself, you know. It's basically <laughs> just a bit of wind, you know. I farted and then blew a hole in the earth. A little bit of gas out. <laughs> yeah. A little bit of gas out. <laughs> but I'd, I'd, honestly, it terrifies you to think, you know, there's rocks out there like that that could hit any time. And we wouldn't even know about it until it happened. Well, yeah, we've had some close calls from these meteors that are just going past Earth anyway. I know. Yeah. Some really close ones. Well, look at that one that went over Russia. Um, we were expecting one to pass with at that time. And lo and behold, when that passed with, another one came and slapped with, you know. Um, and people were like caught off guard because no one's seen it coming. It's crazy, isn't it? Because you think, like, that meteor is probably thousands of miles away or millions or whatever it is. Yeah, but it yeah, doesn't look st- it. Yeah, but, but we can still see it. I know it. It is amazing. Like, I mean, I was watching a program and it was talking about uh, an asteroid, the asteroid belt. Um, I don't know if it's called the strike zone or something where it, the likely that could hit Earth. And it's saying we we know pretty much every single asteroid in that belt up to a certain size, pretty much. Yeah. Um, so luckily today we're. we're rather safe from being hit by something that could wipe what out. You just Although never know, there was, do you? You don't. But if the summit was going to wipe what out, I don't want you all feeling safe. So I'm going to let you know there's nothing we could do about it, even if we knew. You're fucked. Cheers. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Well, it's got to end one way. Yeah. It's got to end one way. And I'm sure you're going to tell where another way can end there, Matt. Oh, yeah, I can well, get on with it. <laughs> We've got the solar flare. Everyone's heard of a solar flare, you know. It's been in a lot of movies. I think one What's of them was... What's a solar flare, Matt? I was just about to ask that. It's basically... It's what causes... Also causes the aurora, aurora borealis. Which I never knew that, you know. You didn't? No, I really didn't. <laughs> <laughs> Things you learn on well, show. can I just say one thing, Mike? You're not alone. Yeah, in it though, it's like it's beautiful colours. I did not know that solar flare caused it. Oh, it's gorgeous, though, isn't it? I would love to be in Norway and watch it. Yeah, I would, to be honest, as well. It, yeah, but no, there's a lot of places you can watch it. So, yeah, what caused Scotland as well of a solar flare when magnetic energy builds up in the solar atmosphere it needs to be released. A solar flare occurs. In a typical flare, there are three stages. The release of magnetic energy is activated in the first stage. The precursor stage, in this stage, soft X-ray emission will be detected. Mm-hmm. The second, in the impulsive stage, electrons and protons are accelerated to energies well over 1 MeV, 1 million electron volts. Hard X-rays, radio waves, and gamma rays are emitted during this stage. Well, you'd be fucked then, wouldn't you, if you're going to be... Oh, definitely. ...by those gamma rays and stuff. That's like radiation, isn't it? I think it is. I think I really do think it is. I think you'd be cooking. Yeah. And then the third, the decay stage is the third and final stage. During this stage, the slow build-up and decay of soft X-rays are detected. Uh, so it says how you can detect a solar flare. I don't really want to detect a solar flare, thanks. No, <laughs> no um, thanks. <laughs> depending on how you die, it, whether it's quick or slow... I would rather not know. But if, well, if it was slow, then maybe give us a chance to get in some water or something. But, you know. Well, I'm knackered. Well, I don't swim. 
I can honestly say that solar flares, we have actually experienced the, uh, like mini solar flares, which is obviously what we, uh, we've we, had them, yeah. which is what we call heat waves. That's potentially a, a part of the solar flare. Yeah. Um, it's basically the buildup of the sun, and the sun's obviously let off like multiple gases, which stretches across the universe, and like a way affects everybody else, to be honest. Okay, so the dangers of a solar flare. Um, there's obviously no way to predict a solar flare. The greatest danger is to astronauts in space. The radiation mm-hmm. from the flares can affect any astronauts outside of their ships much faster and stronger than anyone on Earth. The solar flare with the largest concentration of protons directly measured to date happened on January 20th, 2005 at the time astronauts had only 15 minutes to get to shelter. Other problems caused by solar flares included orbital decay of low orbiting satellites, interference with shortwave radio communication, and the damage to spacecraft electronics. In in general, the solar winds caused by solar flares can affect the Earth's magnet to sphere and create radiation hazards for astronauts, cosmonauts, and spacecraft. What is a cosmonaut? <laughs> I don't know. I, I always thought it was the same as an astronaut yeah. going out in space, but you know, it doesn't really say like what causes the solar flare. Wait, from what I gather from a solar flare is it's a build up of pressure in the sun, and the sun releases it at a high state um it also has like uh, the sun has seasons where it gets so many black spots and then all of a sudden you'll get like a big solar flare don't guarantee uh, don't quote us on it because you know i might be completely talking out my backside but that's what i got what a solar flare is anyway well there's a f- I'm sure 2012 was solar flare season uh, where there was plenty of solar flares well there is a famous solar flare apparently um the that's first it? solar flare to be observed was all also the most powerful flare ever detected. On September 1st, 1859, a British astronomer, Richard Carrington, and observer Richard Hodgson reported the mega flare. In this event, the flare was visible to the naked eye and caused borealis to be seen as far as Hawaii and Cuba. The flare set telegraph wires on fire and left a trace of nitrates and beryllium Mm. pen, which can still be measured today in Greenland. As recently in 2003, the largest modern time flare was detected and measured because its saturated device used to detect the intensity of solar flares. It's possible that the classification of the flare is much higher than recorded. This solar flare enabled astronomers to set the bar higher, knowing that flares can go can get that much stronger. Do you know, listening to you talking about that and obviously talking about the meteor... 2021 is pretty boring, really, isn't it? Well, no, <laughs> not really. We've lost like a lot of the population, but well, yeah, there's quite a few people died because of coronavirus. But you know, it's in in all terms, it's pretty boring. Boring, yeah. Well, no, yeah, but it's not like you'd, you'd really want a solar flare because come on, a lot of these films that we've oh, seen no. that talk about a solar you know, flare, and it'll be something to look forward to. I mean, you're no. getting told, right? Your skies are going to be bright as bright can be. You know, yeah, all right, you might lose your electric power and stuff like that for X amount of year while they fix it. But you're going to see the sky like up and all these yeah, magical colours. Yeah, but colors. imagine the kids with all their technology these days. Imagine, as soon as that's wiped out, we're fucked. Because these kids are going to go on a rampage. Oh, wait, I'm not. I was born in the 90s. <laughs> well, yeah, the not us, kids, but kids these days. Don't want to keep me in the net away from us. <laughs> Yeah, or and imagine that, no internet for what? It could be weeks, months, years. I no, can't thanks. go like that. I'd be in a sane asylum. Well, if that ever happens, 4G show will come on the wireless radio. I've just (laughs) had a freaking stupid image in my head now, right? Including Becker in this one, right? So all the younger generation (laughs) of like losing all of their their freaking internet and stuff like that. Yeah, it's my life, you know. No, right, hold on, right? Losing the internet, right? And all the younger generation at this moment in time, that is the start of the zombie apocalypse. Yep. Yes, it it is. Isn't it? Yeah, it is. Kill them all. Because (laughs) to them, to us, it would be our way. We'll wait three or four years while they fix all the electric equipment. To them, it would be the apocalypse. The end of the world. Running down the street, bringing on the fucking air, the Wi Fi company's walls, and that. that. Turn the Wi Fi back on now, you bastards! And the the, the, the (laughs) shops and everything are being (laughs) smashed up. Yeah, <laughs> but this is the thing, right? I, w- I, w- I, I would need me fix a Facebook today. The shop owner would be sitting there looking at them looting, taking TVs and this, that, and the other, and he'd be sitting looking at them thinking, he can't use them anyway. 
<laughs> well, no, it depends. Can when it's back el- on. It said electric, so, well, no, it said like Wi Fi signals and stuff like that. So you could probably still, well, no, because it takes out satellite. Yeah, we'd be fucked. Yeah. <laughs> you, 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 could that, you know, you could steal a TV, but you ain't watching it. You could I steal it out just to like but get it in my head, like, yeah, it's, it's over. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and let's see if there's ever a time in this world that we've got no internet. God help Colin. He's got live with us. Yeah. God help us all. God help me. Although I will right. be filing for divorce. The thing is, though, right, as we're talking about this, right, Vicky, and Becca's the only confusing person that I actually know, right? She's the kind of person that sits in the sitting room, she'll have the TV on and still watching Facebook. You try and change the TV channel over, I'm watching that. You're looking at your freaking phone. <laughs> yeah, but can I tell you what happened on it? Probably not. Yep, yeah, this is the <laughs> thing, Rags, right? I say so I once. We're sitting there, we're having with tea. Um, and she's eating, she's got the TV on, and she's on her phone at the same time. <laughs> now, I kind of concentrate on more than eating and watching the TV. She's concentrating on the phone, TV, and food. So I says, you're not even watching this, let's put what I want on. And she went, no, no, no. Um, I'm watching it, I'm watching it. I went, all right. I says, can you tell us a, tell us what it's about then? She rattled every <laughs> bastard thing off that was on the TV. <laughs> I sat there and I thought, you... I won't even say it. Bitch. Just say it. You bleep. <laughs> you bleep. But that's what he hates. He hates getting proven wrong. Oh, we all do. It's just, it. it's just a yeah, human kind thing. Right, uh, can no I one. quickly swing back to something that uh, Matt asked earlier on, yeah? About yeah. what, about what no. a cosmonaut is? Yeah. Right. Yes. I've just consulted my desk demon about this. Right, a cosmonaut is actually a group, uh, a bunch of people trained by, uh, trained and certified, certified, sorry, by Russian space agencies to work in space. As an astronaut, is actually a group of people trained and certified by the uh, companies like NASA, ESA, uh, CSA, and uh, JAXA to work in space. So basically, astronauts so, is American and cosmonaut is actually Russians. Russia hated America that much to change it from astronaut. <laughs> yeah. It makes so much sense. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> so you couldn't that have been just cut down a little bit? So back to the... Oh, no, go on. It's all right, Matt. No, go on. What, what, what no, no, it's all right. Just go on. No, come on. You've got to say it now. You've, you've got I to finish think, it. I think, so. I think she was trying to bitch at us. <laughs> I don't do that. You so do. Mm-hmm. So, sure. back to the what? So, back to Solar Flares. So, the amount of films that we've seen that causes the end of the world to be a solar flare. Like, what was the last one I watched? Knowing, wasn't it? Is that the film with, uh, oh, what's he called? Um, knowing. Isn't knowing? That, uh, knowing. Nicolas Cage, is I was it? Just about to say Nicolas Cage, I think. Yeah, that. Was that the last one that came on Amazon? No, that's the one I've, I've seen the most that talks about a solar flare. Right. So, in that one. Nowhere, like you could, ne- you couldn't hide underground. Um, mm. it's just going to destroy the the whole planet, really. I wouldn't mm. want that to happen. I wouldn't want that to happen, but you know, Obviously, if it's going to happen, you might as well have fun with it. How are you going to have fun when you're dead? <laughs> Party until the hits, I suppose. It's, no, it's, it's it's all nice knowing that like a solar flare can be deadly to us. You know what I mean? There's nothing we can do about that. Yeah, you true. Know? I mean, solar flares are basically freaking rays from the sun that can toast the earth and fuck everything up, and obviously cause a zombie apocalypse because it cuts out air, the Wi-Fi. It's basically an EMP. <laughs> you know? Yeah, I mean? basically. Yeah. So. This episode is about the, I was just about to say. the natural world events, um, and we've turned into apocalypse here. So, Becca, do you have any natural <laughs> world events? Sorry, Matt, we're being kicked out. <laughs> Fuck you, Colin. Um, <laughs> putting us on the spot now. Come on, hurry up. Come on, Bernie Box. Take your time. Three hours later. <laughs> so, on October the 11th, uh, 1,138 years ago, there was a ground under the Syrian city of um, Africa, where you know where, like, in it's not Africa, it's in the Roman, it's in the Roman, where's where's the Romans from? The Mormons. <laughs> the Romans did take over Africa as well. Oh, I did do. Greece. Gre- That's Greece. the one I was on about, Greece. So do you know in Greece right. where they've got that big old um, ruins of the uh, Olympics place where they used to do like all their 
Sporty Sings. Mm-hmm. The Coliseum. Aye, yeah. that. <laughs> I couldn't get the word out. <laughs> oh my god, this is like a brilliant, brilliant start for yeah. you. You know, the intelligence level on this show is just <laughs> well, in, in all fairness, we have oh. all just threw it on the spot there. You know what I mean? <laughs> hey, we all had to go for it. So. I don't ever think, and let's get the record straight here, I don't ever think the Romans took over Greece. <laughs> Fuck the lot he is. <laughs> or Africa. <laughs> I think they did go in Africa, but I don't think they took the lot. Oh, God, this is bad. Becca, this is a fantastic start to your bad. lateral disaster. It is. Pretty much. Yes, it's a natural disaster of a different kind. Right, anyways. <laughs> This is just showing how thick I generally am. This is why I I use Google. (laughs) I'm on Google. So guys, when you go on the website and you look at the bio, it does say that she's a bit ditzy. I wasn't being horrible. No, I think she's more than ditzy. Right. But in in Becca's defence, right, in her (laughs) job that she's in, you're a care worker, obviously, yeah? Yeah. You talk about normal day-to-day life, right? You are absolutely blonde and, like, dumb too, right? But as soon as you start talking about your job, it's like your intelligence just flips and it's like, like, wow. (laughs) Somebody that that didn't know astronauts existed actually now knows about medicine. No way you just said that. He just threw you straight to that bus. (laughs) So, do you want to finish what you were telling me and get the facts right this time, please? Right, so... <laughs> I hate that a lot of years. Right, so 100... Uh, blah. 1,138 years ago, there was a massive earthquake. Yeah. And it killed 2,004 people because... And that was Greeks. Yes, it was Greece. Was established that bit. Was it not Africa then? <laughs> no, it wasn't Africa. I don't know why I said Africa. <laughs> I wasn't wrong, neither. It was Greece. <laughs> Leave us alone. <laughs> Rags. Was, was this called Pompeii by any chance? No, that was a no, volcano. No. Yeah, well, I was just checking. I'm on about an earthquake. Volcanoes and earthquakes are a little bit different. Well, at least you know that much. Yeah, one has lava, <laughs> one doesn't. Well, no, because vo- an earthquake could cause a volcano to erupt, probably. All right, smarty pants. So, oh, seriously, just out there. <laughs> <laughs> can I, can I just point out, we're 23 minutes into this episode, and it's gone fucking tits up already. <laughs> Becca took about 15 minutes trying to explain this one. All right, carry on, Becca, carry on. Yes. So, we'll stop picking on you. It killed 2,400 people. It doesn't seem like a lot, does it? No, but back, no. Um, it doesn't, but but back th- then, that would have been like an entire fucking civilization. A lot of people. Yeah, but yeah. it injured and ruined nearly 1,852 people's homes. So oh. the, the population of that uh, that area must have only been like, what, five, six thousand? Yeah, wasn't it? Was it? It's yeah, one of the. Think, though, the majority of those people that died, they're not going to need homes anymore, so. Exactly. There's more homes for them. Exactly. You know. Share the love. <laughs> and this is actually the 10th most deadly di- uh, natural disaster of all times. One earthquake. The 10th? The 10th. Mm-hmm. The 10th most... The 10th most dangerous, uh, like, deadliest disaster. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Holy crap. Only 10. That's crazy. And man. that's not because of the death toll or the how many people got injured. It is because... The magnitude. Uh-huh. And obviously where that thing is... Mm. it's actually so unsafe that it's had to get loads of work redone to it to make it safer. People go and see to it, like go and see and visit it. Bloody hell. So what did they do? Patch the ground up? I think they just used super glue. Okay. That explains it to us. Ragnar, do you have anything? Because uh, Becca's just lost one. <laughs> I lost myself I about, about 15 say, minutes ago when I started. Wait, you were talking about like magnitudes and stuff like that. Did it actually stay at what the magnitude was? But for a wipeout in a civilization like that, it's got to be at least uh, like a 9 point something, a 9.10 or a 10. It's Not got really. nothing on. I've looked up for the last <laughs> half an hour, 45 minutes about it. There's nothing reported about it. 
It's just... And that's mm. the time we take to research this stuff. No wonder what information... <laughs> 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 it literally took me five minutes to find my stuff. On this one thing, though... Well... Back off. I have one that um, I seen on Facebook a little while ago, and I just looked it up to see if it was actually true, because you know Facebook can be full of crap half of the time, right? So oh, yeah. I came across, I mentioned this earlier on to you today, uh, Colin, um, about uh, the you? volcanoes. There's a certain part in the world where there's actually like, I said it was 140 odd uh, volcanoes in the, around that same area. Honestly, I cannot remember having this conversation with you. When I made the phone call to you about the actual uh, website this morning, you know, this morning, eight, about eight o'clock this morning. <laughs> yeah, I remember that conversation, that call, but I can't remember the conversation about volcanoes. But right, you know. basically, right um, in right, in America, right. I thought it was all over the world, but it's not. It's actually in America, right? Um, it is actually in North America, and it goes all the way across around the Gulf, uh, leading into um the Sea of Augusta. Uh, it's a weird name. And then it goes down to P- uh, Pagan or Pagan or whatever what they pronounce it. And it, all along that coastline around, right, it's actually called the Ring of Fire. 161 potentially active volcanoes in that area. And if they all went off at nice. one, uh, like, in one, like, go, because of their chambers and obviously, like, the lava flows and stuff like that, could trigger one, uh, like one, and then another, then another. So it would turn into one big, massive natural disaster. So we have so, that to look forward to. Yeah, but say like so, the volcano or the lava. Sorry, Colin, the lava like that's falls fine. into the water. It's going to create more land if you think about it. It might create more land, but it's going to cause a hell of a lot of destruction beforehand. Well, yeah, but it always so what? Well. <laughs> uh, what I was going to say with the picture I got from that is have you, have you ever seen one of them water features which one <laughs> the one where one shoots and then the rest shoots straight after it oh yeah I know what you're on about yeah I got in the picture of that so like one goes up and then one goes up and then and it carries on round and round and round and the water comes down and it all go up again wait, it's basically um, all, all the coast of um, like Potentially goes from um, the the coast of the Gulf of Mexico, leading all the way up around across uh, the Gulf of Alaska, bringing it round a bit, leading into the uh, the Boring Sea, and then it like continues along slightly. So like it looks like a ring. If they all like go off together, it would actually cause a massive crater or does it do a lot of damage in that area? Yes, maybe the sea is there. But even then, depending on how deep or uh, how far down in the sea they are, they could cause more destruction there as well. So what you just said there really ent- interested us, the Boring Sea. Yeah, I was the picture. I was going on that too. I was like, why do they call it the Boring Sea? I have no is clue. It, <coughs> is there no fishing? Is it just is boring? boring? <laughs> <laughs> I'm a- Someone just look at it and just, just go, this is fucking boring. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, I'm. Cu- uh, I'm He's I'm, lost. I'm, <laughs> He's doing me. Well, no, because I didn't. I didn't. Uh, Rags, you should have expected this. Question I didn't. Ex- about the I didn't sea. expect this oh. question to come in. Right? It's not the boring sea. It's called the Bering. B e r i n g. Wait, uh, on this image see, that uh, I'm seeing, it's saying B o r. No, it's uh, Vitus Bering. It's called. It Sorry. says his name for okay. Vitus Bering, a, a Danish navigator in Russian service. Who in 1728 was the first European to systematically explore it? So that's why it's called that. So, while we're talking about the boring sea, <laughs> <laughs> so, I, I am so glad. I am so glad that your bread is working today, Colin. <laughs> oh, it's working, it's working oh, yeah. double time. I had, a, I had a coffee before the show. Um, wait, I've got one which is volcano related as well, Rags. Yeah. Um, so obviously if they went off, obviously that would be a, a powerful eruption, yeah? Yeah, yeah. Wait, this one that happened in Indonesia in 1815 was called Mount Tambora. And it's one of the most powerful volcanic eruptions known in history. Um, and the blast killed tens of thousands of people in the Southeast Asia. 
and it hurled a gargantuan ash cloud into the stratosphere. Mm. Now, the cloud migrated across the globe and blocked sun rays, chilling temperatures roughly by three degrees and causing weather distortions, distortions on an epic scale. Yeah. Blown flow, uh, the following year. Um, so basically what this got called was the year without a summer because the temperatures were, they dropped so much. Um, they had heavy snowfalls in some United States. Yeah. Uh, places. Um, they had drenching rains, persistent cold that brought on famine and widespread civil unrest. Um, and the New Englanders later nicknamed 1816, 1800 and froze to death basically. Um, it, but again, it came with the year of without a summer. So it caused dramatic, dramatic harm to a lot of lives just by that one volcano going off. Mental, isn't it? Wow. It's crazy, isn't it? To think it's, that. It's... Go on. I'll finish now. All right. Um, it, it, it just. I, to be honest, right, out of all of the natural disasters and stuff like that, I'm very fascinated with freaking volcanoes and earthquakes. You know. Well, yeah, and that's that's what I was going to ask you. So, if all them went off at once, would they would they all together put out an ash cloud big enough to block out the sun? Or does it not say? Um, it doesn't actually say, but um, I, in fact, no, it did. It, it said it would actually push a, a, like an ash cloud out that it would make it look like it was snowing in different parts of the world because it would actually affect the whole mm-hmm. world. Um, right. Almost as bad as um, Yellowstone, um, which is Yellowstone Park in America. If that went off, the Sleeping <sighs> Dragon went off, you know what I mean? That itself would also affect the world as well because the ash cloud would spread out. Don't they say that if Yellowstone actually went off, the one that's located in Russia would probably go off at the same time? Yeah, because time. of the chambers are so close to each other. <clears throat> mm. So that that is definitely disaster waiting. Oh, yeah. You I know. mean, if they all went off, all 161 went off at the same time, literally at the same time, I'll be thinking, I'll be like, what the fuck? <laughs> this is like, yeah. I kind of wait, you know. It would be a conspiracy. There'd be a conspiracy oh, going okay. on, I think, if it, all of them went off at once. And I'd be sitting there with the with number one conspiracy hat on. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was the Russians. The Russians. It was the government. The Russians did it. Someone All did this it. time, America had a dragon sleeping under it. You know, the conspiracy is it wasn't a volcano; it was a dragon trying to escape. Well, a, lot, a lot of the times, these dormant uh, volcanoes, unless there's like a massive explosion inside that dormant volcano, it wouldn't go off. You know, or unless like mm. something erupted under the ground to cause it to, you know, break through and destroy everything. I mean, there's some volcanoes that's that's still flowing with lava. Oh, yeah. I think there's um, one in Hawaii, I think. The, yeah. Yeah, well, the breathing dragon um, that Rags mentioned there, I think we talked about in the apocalypse. Yeah, we did, yeah. The fact that <clears throat> Yellowstone goes up and down as though it's actually breathing um, and, uh, on the ground. Um, so, yeah, highly dangerous. But... Um, <laughs> You know, what can you do? <clears throat> um, the Ring of Fire is a, a, a string of volcanoes and sites uh, that are of simultaneous activi- activity or earthquakes around the edges of the Pacific uh, Ocean. Roughly 90% of all vo- uh, earthquakes occur around uh, along the uh, Ring of Fire. Um, and the Ring of Fire is uh, dotted with 75% of all active volcanoes on Earth. The Ring of Fire isn't quite a circular ring, though. Mm -hmm. I've just looked up there. There is actually currently, to this day, 1,500 potentially active volcanoes worldwide. That's, yeah. It's a lot of volcanoes, really. We don't really have them in the UK, though, do we? We We don't. I I think all the volcanoes we had is pretty much... Done and gone. I mean, we're pretty lucky to be fair. Yeah, we are really because we don't get hardly any of this, this like problems as the rest of the world. Yeah, we show the terrible. I think Iceland, Iceland's the worst for it, isn't it? Because it's it's still a very active island volcano wise. It's either Iceland or Greenland. I can't remember which one. I know one. What for certain for the volcanic, uh, volcanic activity? Yeah. yeah. Well, I would like to say to you is that you're actually wrong. We don't have active volcanoes, but we do have volcanoes. 
Well, and you tell that to the people who's had a volcano go off them lately. <laughs> well, where are in these? Fact, vol- there was one this year. Where are these dormant volcanoes in the UK? Um, Glen- <laughs> in the UK, there's none. There's one in Scotland. I thought there'd be one in Scotland because of all the mountains and stuff like that. Uh, but Glen, is it Glencoe or Glencio, uh, Caledria, uh, Scotland? Um, there's one in Wales. Uh, the wine sill is sill at Hadrian's Wall. No, that's actually Hadrian's Wall. That that's England, obviously. Uh, there is one in one so in Wales, are- Mount Snowdon. Um, there's yeah. another one in Scotland, North Berwick. Uh, there's one in Edinburgh. So are these active volcanoes in the UK? No, these are actually ex- they're actually extinct volcanoes. Oh, yeah, we were talking about active ones. Well, no, I said dormant, you know, dormant or active. Oh, so. right. The last right, the last right. volcano known, uh, right, uh, the UK is known for uh, being geologically stable and uh, technically safe, with the last known volcano eruption was said to be about 60 million years ago when Britain wow. uh, was moving away from the tectonic boundaries of uh, hotspots and hotspots. Doesn't that just show you why we got the name Great <laughs> Because even great. the island decided, <laughs> fuck this, it's too dangerous, I'm going somewhere safe. But the only, I think the reason why they're so dormant or they're completely gone is because we don't get, like, eruptions, we don't get uh, earthquakes. Because imagine if we got earthquakes, they would bring those back, the dormant would go, and they would be active because you would put so much pressure on that plate to cause it to erupt. I think we've got a very old land base as well. Um, so the volcanoes burnt themselves out in the end, didn't they, as mm. well? Because um, you look at the age of our land compared to some out there, you know, and we're quite an old, old bit of land. Yeah. You know, um, we're just a very lucky, lucky nation to be where we are. Yeah, of course you know, we are. Located. Exactly. You know, we don't get half of this stuff. The one, uh, the one, uh, uh, one volcano that actually exists in the city right now is um, it is the centre of Edinburgh, uh, and it sits on the city's mm-hmm. highest peak called Arthur Se- uh, Seat. What, like King yeah. Arthur? I think so. Um, a long ex- uh, extinct volcano, though it had first erupted three hundred and fifty million years ago. Uh, It offers the best uh, uh, panoramic uh, view over the city. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, so we do we are we do still have volcanoes around, but they're actually extinct. But at the same, yeah, the dormant they're not. No, they're they're not not dormant. They're like completely gone because dormant would just be they have a chance of coming back. Mm, So obviously, with a big enough explosion into that hole, whatever it is, it would cause it to bring it back, and then it would erupt. Yeah, that's true, yeah. Well, I cannot argue, because I'm not that <laughs> Matt, can you take away from volcanoes? Wait, <laughs> I was just about to say... Sorry, uh, there is only sorry. one thing that we do, like the UK still does get affected by. It's not very often, but we still get affected by tornadoes. Really? Yeah, that's... Yeah. Well, that, that's, that's more to do with the air pressure, isn't but it? But it's not as bad as, like... The rest of the world would be. We, we would just be like the little ones that could even lift. It couldn't even lift up my my finger, probably. To be fair, we, we can get a hurricane easily. It's just you know, it, it's more to do with the weather weather pattern way around. So we, we'll very rarely get these these things happening. Although supposedly there was a the hur- uh, tornado trying to form in Gator at some point. You know when we had the really hot weather. And raining. What this year? Um, someone took a picture. Yeah, this year someone took a picture on Facebook. Yeah, I've seen a yeah. few yeah. recently on. Uh, I think it's someone TikTok, someone Twitter, probably or uh, a friend of mine took a picture of it uh, last week. One tried to form above her house. Yeah, crazy, scary, but hey, we're all gonna die one day, Matt. So for my last one. It's something that's a lot of people are into. The, well, not, I wouldn't say into, but, you know, it's a big thing at the moment. It's happening in Turkey right now. So it is wildfires. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's yeah. Horrendous. They are really bad. So 
so it, what was it start end of last year was it last year or the start of this year with uh australia their bushfire i remember australia last year but it's generally during the winter time for us yeah um because they summers then and that's when the, the hottest uh but they had a really 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 bad one really bad they did a lot of their i think they were saying over a, a few mil of uh animals died in their bushfires last last year mm. which was really sad to see like the the pictures and the videos i've seen of like a koala just crawling towards a person just to be safe you know Ah, seeing um, that, that was heartbreaking, that one. It was, yeah, and it, I think it had a baby with it as well, so, you know, just to think what the what happens. But a lot of the time, it's not just nature that does it. A lot of people can cause bushfires. Mm. Yeah, it's carelessness, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, but then the thing that I didn't understand when they were doing that, they were causing fire to put out fire. No, I don't get that. No, I don't. So... I can explain this one. So basically what it's called is a, it's, it's like a boundary line. So if you burn a line across the ground, if something catches fire in the woods and once it reaches that point, it no longer has anything to burn. So it holds the fire in place. Oh, so it's like trying to stone it. It keeps it at bay. So you're not stopping it from happening, but you're stopping it from going any further than that point. Australia used to do it all the time, but with the climate change, and activists, they start complaining and saying that you were destroying the earth by doing this. Uh, so it was made illegal for Australians to go out and burn these lines to stop the, the fires from basically coming and, and carrying forward. Um, the result, as you could see last year, was there was no stopping it. Yeah. And it carried on and on and on and on. So that's why they actually burn the lines for is to stop the fire dead. Because if it's got nothing to burn on, it burns out. It's weird, though, isn't it, to think that a fire puts out another fire? Mm-hmm. It is, you know, without anything for it to burn on, then, you know, it's not going to go any further. And obviously, by doing these lines, you're controlling the burn. Yeah. You know, yeah, you're destroying some natural forestation or whatever by doing it, but at least you're not you're stopping acres from being burnt, burnt down, you know. Well... But everyone looks at things differently. There are four risks to a bushfire. Does anyone want to know mm-hmm. what they are? Yeah. I loved him. So you've got... (laughs) (laughs) Well, no, to be honest, that is one of them. Um, There are going to be posed a huge risk on human life as well as property and landscape also. These wildfires can occur at any given time of the year, but more often in the hotter months such as spring and summer. There are actually four main risks which can start a wildfire. Lightning is a huge cause of fires starting, but there is also a spontaneous combustion, which everyone knows about that. I hope. Okay. <laughs> um, sparks from rock falls. Matt does it whenever I eat a curry. No, I actually like hot curries. Uh, so yeah, you've got sparks from rocks falls and even a volcano eruption could all cause a wildfire starting. These things might not always occur every day of the week, but when they do, they can be terrible and cause a lot of damage, including starting a wildfire. For the most part, arsonists are to blame. This and accidents are some of the most some of the other risks contributed with the breakouts of a wildfire. However, in some occasions, these fires can be small and extinguished if the fire is caught quickly and dealt with quickly also. This is the case for most wildfires and is difficult to deal with the fire even if there are dozens of firefighters working to stop it. I swear I said the same word so many times then. (laughs) (laughs) Some wildfires occur in forest areas and in some cases dry land, which is, I think, the majority of Australia's problem is a lot of their land is dry. Yeah. So dry that it just ignites them. Yeah. And that, that's what makes it so, so, so bad. But that's not obviously their their fault. Um, it's just this planet mm. in it, you know, can't be out. Well, it can't. It's location, 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 isn't yeah. it? Yeah. And, and as you stated earlier, the United Kingdom's Isles decided to get up and move on. Yeah. You know, but a lot- pack with bags and we flew off to a cold part of the world. It's just sad. A lot of people could just happily sit there and cause a fire, you know, and then not think about the consequences of their actions. You know, you're going to kill off people, animals, you know, land. You're never going to be able to grow yeah. crops on that land, probably. You're going to destroy homes. where look there maybe 20, 30 years of their lives, and that home's gone just because someone's wanted to set a fire. Yeah. And it's like, you know, where's humanity going? 
I know it's like here it says that a lot of the natural disasters, so say the wildfire, is caused majority of the time by man. Mm. Not as in a su- a little percentage of natural disaster. But it's, you know, I just don't get people. Well, that's that's the thing, isn't it? I mean, if you, like I'm a you, smoker, and if I was, if you're smoking, make sure your tabs out before you you dump it. I put it somewhere where they've got the the tab bends, you know. But a lot of people don't think that. It's just like, oh, I'll flick it, and there you go, there's a fire. Especially in the likes of Australia or, or Turkey and Greece and Italy at the moment, you know? Exactly. It's, I don't think it's just, it's just how people's brains work, isn't it? It's just, mm-hmm. oh, let's set a fire. What harm can I do? Yeah. Well, Kill so cause many loads of damage, loses lives. Yeah. Look at the amount of people that have lost their lives due to like uh-huh, accidental house fires or, you mm-hmm. know, someone just being a dick and got up to them and set fire to, say, their car or yeah. something that's outside their the house. Well, that happened on the internet with a family. Yeah, on TikTok. Who had, um, it, uh-huh, who had his eight-week-old baby and his two kids in it. Yeah, and then they, blew, and they set fire to his car or something. And then, see, the, uh-huh. that's the thing. I mean, house went this up. isn't... yeah. The natural disaster things, but to be fair, it is a natural disaster. Humanity seems to be going down a horrible path where they've got no care for anyone else. You know, yeah. it's all selfishness. Me, 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 me. If someone's doing better than you, you destroy the life. And mm-hmm. you know, where's it going to end? And where's humanity going with this? You know, it'll only end yeah. when this world is rid of humans. Yeah. Well, and yeah, we a lot of people in this world are very selfish. You know, I just look back mm-hmm. on it and I think, you know, what are you doing? Get a life exactly. Why do you have to do this? You know, you're not making no, this world any better. Not. And the thing is, you get out of the life and the world what you put into it. If you put in being a little rogue, yeah, then hopefully karma comes back and bites you on the arse. I just mm-hmm. think Mother Nature, she's just had enough. You know, that's why exactly these. Well, right. Sorry, um, but that's what I was just about to say. Mother Nature will eventually just turn on and say, do you know what, humanity, I've gave you multiple opportunities. You're going to have all the natural disasters in one go. Hurricanes, tornadoes, volcanoes, earthquakes. Once they all well, go this, off in one this go, This is the thing. This off. brings with climate change. Yeah. Because it is something that's happening. You know. Yeah, and it's getting yeah. worse and worse every year. The thing is, people. some people will say it's not true. Some people will say it will happen even if we weren't here, and it probably would. But the the, the problem no. is, is it would happen at a slower rate. Um, we yeah. yeah. we constantly. It's it's like we've got this idea that we deserve and have the right to do what we want on this earth, and unfortunately, the earth is our only home. Unless someone out there knows mm-hmm. how to fly to a different planet and a better planet than this. This is our only home. Mm-hmm. This yeah, is our only billions home. of people. But do wow. we want to? But do we want to actually put ourselves in that position? You know, what I mean, look at all the damage that we've caused ourselves—not us personally, but you know, like man itself has done over the years. All we're going well, to do is move to another planet and do it all again. Exactly. Yeah, but move half. The thing Split is, them up in half. You you've know? got to look at it for what it is. We all are guilty. You know, I drive a car. We're both all sitting here on the internet yeah, and we're all typing away and putting out these stuff. We're using electricity. We're all guilty and we all have equal footprints. Some worse than others, you know. Mm-hmm. It's it's The world's got to come to a point where it looks at it and says, are we going to destroy our home and the likelihood of our civilization? Or are we going to do something to change all that, you know? With the technology we've got, I'm sure we could come up with something a lot more cleaner than what we're doing. I don't think we could. I think this is this has come down to as obviously mm. then is evolution, and that's what it always will be. I think in my mind, obviously, my opinion is is all down to evolution. The way we have, the way we've we've changed, we've yeah. evolved into different things. You know, technology is obviously the one big thing so the, that's probably destroying the this one planet, thing that makes me laugh as is well as us. You've got these youth that stand there and they shout about shutting down every coal power plant and every oil plant and this plant and that plant and send the world back into Middle Ages, basically. They would yeah. hate it. That's what makes us laugh because they're all sitting there with the phones in the hand when they're doing it. Yeah, tweeting about going, it. Yeah, or yeah. they're going to Burger King 
or McDonald's and you're sitting there and you're thinking, you hypocrites. If you want the world to go back that way, do what you're preaching. You know? But do you but, not think a lot of these youngins... Sorry, Colin. Oh, no, no, no. Go ahead. Do you not think a lot of these youngins are just so naive that... Because I remember when I was at school, I never got brought up with anything like this. Like, what you're doing, what damage we're doing to the mm. the world. And obviously with the carbon outside, the factories smoking, like you say, cars, trains. You don't think it's doing damage until it's too late. It's going to get too late where people are going to go, we should have done something sooner. The thing is... I don't think it's uh, naivety with them, uh, with a with a youth or anything like that. Good on them. They're doing something. They want to save the planet. Um, I think... No, I mean the ones that are going out like, you know, like you get them kids who deliberately set fires. Oh, them ones, yeah. Do you know what I mean? I don't know. The I, I think, Yeah, I just think it's pure ignorance, isn't it? It's just... Yeah. It's like, I'll do what I want and... You yeah, know, but no like, how matter. are you going to tell like a child you can't do this, you can't do that because they're just going to rebel? Yeah, pretty much. So it's basically a win lose situation. It's a never ending mm. story. So whether that things change in our obviously maybe in our future, the next generation, or what? You know, if it doesn't change, then the world will end. Well, I think it's it's definitely it's got to change, doesn't it? It's it's one of them. We change or we we go. You know. Yeah. Um, and the reality is, is climate change is really feel it every year. I've never yeah. known summers as hot as what we've been getting. No, so it's not the last few weeks. I'd exactly. And we've been getting some, <laughs> some weather changes, you know, it's here in the UK alone. And you look around the world and you can see it around the world as well. Would I say that in the next 10, 15 years, we're looking at people dying because of this? Probably not. You're probably looking at 100 years. But you've got to look at it for what it is. You know, do you, do you sit here now and think eh, it's their problem? Or do you do something to try and keep keep society going in 100, 200, 1,000 years? Yeah, but there's only a certain amount of things that we can actually do, you know. And of course, yeah. Well, I mean, we can obviously change the whole world, but we can make the start of it. And that's the most important part, isn't it? And mm-hmm. one thing I do do here is when we're sitting in the UK, Right, Sean. We live in a very, uh, very friendly world where where the government is trying, you know, maybe not hard enough. I agree with some, but they are trying to cut the eco carbon down, the carbon footprint. But then you have the likes of China and and you have the likes of uh, I don't know Russia or something like that, where they're pumping out these fumes, but we still as a nation even when we're trying, get the blame for it. Yeah, even though we're the ones with the electric cars. Yeah, we're the ones getting electric cars by 2030. We're the ones going to be, or we're supposed to be, I like to see if it happens, uh, carbon neutral by 2050, you know? Me, I'd happily have a, what they called those solar, I'd happily have a solar panel outside my window, powering everything I've got. So this was my argument. Uh, I can't remember who it was with. I says, you know, they complain all the time about, uh, like, the government, not people because, you know, um, but the government complain all the time that electricity prices are this and electricity this and, you know, we've got to, we've got to create it. How can we get rid of it? What you do is you get every single house in the UK and you put solar panels on the roof. Yeah. You'd save so much money and so much energy. Mm-hmm. Every business, every house has solar panels, and guess what? Your country's running on solar panel, solar uh, power, and and that's that's a big top and bottom of it, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, but it'd be a struggle for say, like I don't know, these big ass buildings that you've got. How would you solar panel them? Because well, the amount of power outside, that needed. Yeah, but you, there wouldn't be enough room. You know, there wouldn't be enough sunspot for that building. Well, as well as that, obviously, you have your solar farms. Um, you know, you, we've got plenty of fields where you can build yeah. massive solar farms on. We've um, got some down here where I live. There's a you know, massive field I've seen yeah. full of solar panels. 
But the thing is, I don't think solar power is generally the way forward. I think the likes of your nuclear power is going to be the one thing that that does get the big boost uh, because it's very clean. Well, maybe not as clean as solar power, but it's still a lot cleaner than what we're using. Any your two's opinion back there, the white ones? Yeah. I was just letting you talk. I was just actually, <laughs> it was interesting what you are saying, though, because... Like I say, people in my age group don't we don't think like that though, do we? We don't think I don't know, I just I don't think we understand truly what we're doing to the world. And it's not nice saying, because it is like you say, we are damaging our homes, but also nature's. Mm-hmm. Like to build these houses, we are killing animals, basically. Yeah. We're destroying to, and building our uh-huh. Well, all I have to say on this matter, right, is that if you've seen the movie 2012, mm-hmm. yeah, which was all about natural disasters and stuff like that, and if you've seen it and you've seen that where that guy meets up with a dude that's got the camper van on top of a hill screaming at a volcano, right, that'll be me. The world, I'll be sitting there going, The world is finally taking itself back. Come on, Mother Earth, <laughs> give me your best shot. Fuck, I'm getting roasted alive, but I'm happy about it. Do you know what it is? As long as we've got with s'mores and with sticks, I'll be a happy man. I mightn't get it. Yeah, as long. But I get the as long as I've got me cigarettes as well. Yeah, you're right. That'll be right. <laughs> as long as, as, long as I'm a human tea, I'm all good. Yeah, we don't condone smoking, people. <laughs> don't go out there and smoke. Yeah, please don't. <laughs> Wait, I have one, uh, one final thing for you before we actually end this yes. whole uh, episode. Make it quick, right? my friend. Back in 1780, right, mm-hmm. was actually the world's deadliest recording of a hurricane oh really the deadliest okay. hur- uh, the deadliest atlantic hurricane record uh, in re- record history was the gr- it was named the great hurricane of ni- uh, 1780 which resulted in 22,000 to 27,501 fi- uh, 27, fatalities wow that is 27,000 did you say Yes, between uh, between twenty two thousand to twenty seven thousand five hundred and one fatalities. That's, That's quite wow. a lot of fatalities, isn't it? Yeah. In recent years, though, the deadliest hurricane was Hurricane Mitch, which was nineteen ninety eight. The were yeah. um, with uh, at least eleven thousand three hundred seventy four deaths abrupted uh, uh, from that. I think Jesus. the most destructive one we've had. In recent time was Katrina. Um, yeah. Back in 20... Um, I can't hold on. Yeah. Give me two seconds. I did have the August, the between August 23rd and the 30th, 2005. She was a Category 5 hurricane. She, she was, ruined them. She was 175 miles an hour. Um, which Americans use kilometers as well, so it's 280 yeah. uh, kilometers an hour. Um, the pressure, I don't know what the, the pressure actually means on that, uh, but it was the Bahamas uh, of the United States, Gulf Coast, mm-hmm. and the recording of deaths at that point was 1,836, but the damage that she actually did was a one, uh, 125 billion. That's unbelievable, Shit. isn't it? I mean, that's a lot. Even the thought of it, the amount of flood damage, house damaged a lot, and oh yeah. Then put, I don't even think the place is back to the way it was, even in all this time. From what I well, what don't gather. hurricanes cause uh, tsunamis? Yeah, sometimes don't they? Uh, the, is it that uh, one, or um, is it the hurricanes can because they actually form over sea, then come into land? Yeah, because of the pressure of the uh, the tornado causes the pressure of the water to rise, and then yeah, yeah, between like the water and the air, the the clouds meeting together. So yeah, we would actually get uh, sorry, they would have gotten tsunamis first as well as uh, high winds and like obviously, you know, all of that on top. You know, so yeah, it does cause uh, tsunamis. See, I do know some hit. stuff. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so <sighs> crazy. Really, really crazy. 
I just thought I'd finish. I thought I would finish off with something like that because obviously we went on about politics, about like man and this, that, and the other. And I thought, well, we've we've covered volcanoes, we've covered uh, like you know other bits and pieces, earthquakes, uh, solar flares. I thought I'd throw a couple of hurricanes in there. (laughs) Yeah, why not? Well. We are going to say bye anyway, uh, take the show out, because I think we've run over time now. Um, I would like to say we hope we'll never have any of these natural events in uh, anytime soon. And if you do, hope you stay safe. Um, thank you for joining us today on 4G Show, and join us next week where we'll be looking at another crazy topic. Bye. Bye. Bye, Felicia. Bye.